On today's episode of the Korea Pact podcast, I'm going to be talking about the person that I look up to the most in my life. If you guys have been enjoying the recent episodes, make sure to follow us on Spotify wherever you're listening, share it with a friend, and follow us on all socials at the Korea Pact podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. Let's get into today's episode. Hey, hey, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Korea Pact podcast. My name is Neil Patel. I'm the host of this podcast. And on this pod, I combine creativity and impact and hope to give more than I can get. For those of you who are new, we're doing a daily podcast for 365 days straight. We're almost on day number 100. Today is day number 99. So if you're new to this journey, lock in, give us a follow, share us with a friend, follow us on socials. We are slowly, slowly growing steadily and lock in for this journey because it's going to be a fun one. All right. Today, I want to talk about who I look up to. And I think this might be an episode that is long overdue, but I don't think I could have done it at any better time a day before episode number 100. Now, when we talk about who I look up to, of course, there are the people in my life that, you know, you guys may be thinking of that I may talk about saying, you know, like my mom, my dad, you know, my grandma, my sister, my, you know, some of my close friends, um, my significant other, my amazing girlfriend, of course, you know, I look up to her, I look up to all these people. But I want to talk about a person today that has impacted my life very deeply over the past 10 years, you know, in ways that have changed the way I think the way I approach life, how to be, you know, a better son, how to be a better brother, how to be a better partner, just how to be a better human being, better businessman. I don't have a business, but like just carrying yourself through business and just your overall character and personality as a human being. And there's one person that I want to talk about. I'll, I'll tell you guys who he is in a second. And the reason I think uh, this person is perfect to talk about in terms of being the top person in my life that I look up to, it's because growing up, um, and again, this topic is always like super um, up there for me because growing up, I've I've always had like a little bit of a hard time with like my ego and being in drama filled situations. And I think and it's I always like to put that blame on myself. But, you know, I didn't always have, you know, the best home. And let me take that back. I didn't have like the best um, best example of what a proper mother and parent or mother and father relationship should be. So. And, you know, my grandma as well. There were always arguments. There's always fights going on. There's always like drama, something going on. Neil, you're doing this. Neil, you're doing that. And them bickering with one another and seeing that every single day I become I became super conditioned to it. And I just thought it was normal. And since that idea of, you know, arguing and drama became normal in my life, I didn't really see anything outside of that. So whenever even it affects me sometimes in my relationship. It affects me sometimes with my relationship with my friends, even coworkers, and you know, my family too. Because seeing that growing up every single day, multiple times a day, sometimes you just associate your like ego with wanting to be right all the time, or there being something like stirring something up, or there being a little bit of drama, or being jealous, or kind of saying something to manipulate someone. And, you know, these are things that I'm super transparent about. I'm super vulnerable about, and it's hard things that I've 
had to come out of and I'm still working to come out of all these things. And ever since I started doing this podcast, I wanted to let go of a couple things in my life. And the first one being was ego associated with my upbringing, like whatever that time in my life was. And granted, I'm still living in my parents' house. I'm still in the part of my upbringing. All the things that I saw over the past, like, you know, 10, 15 years, I want to not have it be a part of my, the way I just like interact with people because it's not about that. The the whole goal is to grow from the things that you went through. And I don't want, I don't want to be a second coming of, you know, the things that, you know, my mom and dad would bicker about or things that they did. Um, of course, I love my parents to death. There's qualities about them that make me the person I am today. But there's just a couple things that I just would not want in my life and with my relationships with my friends, family, uh, you know, my significant other. So that's the first one. So ego associated with my upbringing. The second thing was letting go of any sort of hate and negativity revolving around the small things we can easily get upset about. Like, why is it snowing? Why is it raining? Why is my water not filled up the entire uh, way? Why is there's no, why is there no food food in the fridge? Why isn't my room clean or why isn't it vacuumed? And like all these little things that we complain about and having any sort of like hate or negativity to people like, why did you cut me off? Like, you're such a bad person for saying that you're this for doing that. No. I'm letting go of all that. And I don't really give a shit about any of that. I'm just trying to focus on me. And the one person in my life that has helped me set the tone in that regard to let go of those things and just become a better person as a whole in so many aspects of my life is Steph Curry. And this, for those of you who don't know how who Steph Curry is, he is a um, he's in the NBA uh, National Basketball Association. He it, He's a point guard for the Golden State Warriors, which is a team based out of San Francisco, California. He's one of the greatest players ever to play the game of basketball. Um, he, he started playing, obviously, like when he was really young, but he got drafted into the league against like all odds. Like when he was coming out of high school, literally no college wanted him. And everyone was saying, oh, he's too small. He's too skinny. He has like a couple good attributes, but we don't think he would excel at the NBA level because he's too small and he probably can't handle the physicality. He got into he got into college. Uh, it was a small mid-major school called Davidson College. He led them to the like semifinals in the in the ncaa championship um tournament what he they were like a top eight team in that uh bracket and then they got bounced out but the fact that they were able to just like get that deep in the run is what was so significant and he all did that while averaging like 30 points per game and with that his stock went up and they drafted him in the nba and ever since he came into the nba first couple years he had a bunch of injuries and from years like four through 14 the past 10 years Excuse me. He has taken the lead by storm. He is he's made the most three pointers in the entire history of the NBA. He's won four NBA championships. Um, he's been all star, I think, what, eight or nine times. He's. Accolades on accolades on accolades. Right. So he's done. He's done pretty much everything. And he's still playing at the highest level that he has ever played at the age of thirty five, which is not done by many people. And, you know, for me. It's not even the stuff that he does on the basketball court that amazes me anymore. It's the fact that everything that he has been doing for the for the past decade and all the accomplishments that he's had, all the business that he's done, all the things that he's done for charity, all of the 
lives that he's impacted of the younger generation. Basketball is completely different now. Basketball is not about, you know, being seven feet tall and 250 pounds and dunking the basketball on a 10 foot hoop and doing all that. You don't have to be seven feet now to make it to the NBA. He gave hope to, you know, the five foot 11 kid in New Jersey that is small, isn't really the strongest guy, but, you know, can handle the ball well. He can shoot it and he can play a little bit of defense and he's smart with the basketball and he just has this skill and this talent. He's made it cool for that guy, and he's given that kid a hope to be like, hey, you could potentially make it to the NBA if you work on these skills and if you get really fucking good at them. He has given hope to an entire generation that isn't six foot eight, 240 pounds and can dunk the ball. He has changed the game. It is not about, again, dunking the ball anymore. It's about shooting long three-pointers and electrifying the crowd. Aside from what he does on the basketball court, this guy is probably the most humble person that I've ever seen in my life, Do even with all the accomplishments that, that he's had. And I've never seen him play the game and respect his craft so much because of the like with the pure joy that he plays this game with is something that I just admire so much you know i was watching a tiktok video a couple of days ago by the way he scored like 50 points in an elimination game kept their season alive and after the game he said um someone was like oh you missed like two free throws and then you went back to, to shoot a third free throw and you were just like looking at the rim smiling and then you know after you made the free throw you did like a little like fist bump like a fist pump in the air to be like yay you made it and he was like um, the reporter asked him, he was like, you know, like, what was that all about? Like, why were you smiling? And he just goes, you know, your attitude can do a lot for you. Like, um, the type of attitude you have can, is a big input in the type of results that you'll get. So he was like, it's just being present, enjoying the moment and knowing that me smiling a little bit can, can just change the flow of things and how important your attitude is to the things that you approach in life. And that's just like one of dozens of examples that I have of this guy. But man, I I used to be a lover or not used to. I still fucking love basketball, but I used to play so much and seeing the things that he would do on the court, I would try to emulate it. I would, you know, train like him. I would do the two ball handles. I would try to shoot like him. And everything that I did, it was kind of predicated on being like, dang, like I want to be like Steph Curry. But in that process, you learn that, okay. This isn't just about me trying to be like Steph Curry. It's more about like taking his work ethic and understanding why he does certain drills or why he's doing um, this type of balance workout or this type of shooting routine um, just so you can like get results in the game. And granted, guys, I want to make this clear. If any of you guys don't even like if you don't know me, I, I'm not that good at basketball. Um, my top thing that I've ever done in basketball is like basketball intramurals or or uh, my eighth grade uh, basketball team that I was like probably like the second to like there's like the worst player on the team and I was probably like right above him. So, yeah, I was trash. I wasn't the best basketball player. But the fact that I was able to just like get in the gym and just like improve on my skills, like from being absolute trash to basketball to like being the, having the ability to like dribble with both hands and, you know, shoot a little bit or I don't know, do specific footwork like. All those little things that were developed by, you know, watching him and then doing that for, you know, a span of four or five years to get better at it. And I have a goal. I need to get back to that level. And 
seeing the things that this guy is still doing in this league, it really motivates me to get back in the gym, and I will be doing that. I don't know when, but I will because basketball was a big part of my life, and I'm starting to slowly reintroduce that back into my day-to-day activities. But yeah, man, he's someone that I really, really look up to. He's the most, one of the most humble superstars I've ever met. And seeing him on the court when it's a good game or when it's a bad game, like I don't think I've ever seen him rattled. He's always super calm, cool, and composed. And I think we can take some of those attributes that he has and the type of character and personality traits that he has, and we can implement those into our day-to-day life. There's a lot of things in life that can go wrong, man. There's a lot of uh, emotional stuff that we can go through. There's um, anxiety, may, maybe neg- negative thoughts, depressive things that we can go through. And like that is all the drift of life. Like our life is literally like a boat in the ocean. And like we could just like stay there and not do anything. And our life will still continue to drift. And in that drift, there's going to be things that are out of our control. That's what life is. It's just one big drift. Like one day you just magically appear in a boat in the middle of an ocean and the boat just keeps drifting, drifting, drifting. And you, the thing that you get to control is where the boat goes. But if you just don't do anything with the boat and if you just stay there, the boat will keep drifting along without you doing anything. And it'll keep drifting, 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 drifting until the day you die. And again, there's things that we cannot control. And he's taught me that. If it's a good day or if it's a bad day, try to focus on the positive because that focusing on the positive is what's going to make sure that you keep going and that you don't give up. And I know this is sounding like some really cliche bullshit, but man, he has had a very big impact in my life. And I don't know, I could talk about this guy all day, every day, but the impact that he's had on my life and it's it's second to none. Anytime I think about you know, giving up or quitting or not wanting to do something or not making as many shots as I want to make when I'm on, on the court, I would be like, okay, what would Steph Curry do right now? What would what would his train of thought be right now? What would his next right step be? And I think it's important in life to like have someone like that that you really look up to, you know, because we can look up to our, you know, parents, we can look up to you know, our significant others, we can look up to many people, but in terms of like someone who like, who is really accomplishing things at a very like gargantuan level, like a level that is like so much bigger than you can ever expect to be at. And if you can find someone that's just like, wow, this person has characteristics, a personality, a humility about them. And the work that they put into their craft, just someone that you just really, really admire. And if you can just create that like other side to yourself in your brain to be like, okay, what would, I don't know, what would Mark Wahlberg do right now? What would Elon Musk do right now? What would Jeff Bezos do right now? What would um, Michelle Obama do right now? What would Steph Curry do? Like having those people that we can look up to They are good references in moments of despair and in moments of just negativity in your life, whether it's through external forces, whether it's you internally, it doesn't matter. It's always good to have someone to look up to. So for me, guys, it's Steph Curry. And 
if this is your first episode listening for the from the past 99 days, I'm a Steph Curry lover. If you guys ever want to get my attention really quickly, just say something about Steph Curry and I will automatically talk to you. But yeah, man, he's I can't even like describe in words the um the impact the impact this dude has had on my life. You know, it's it's super funny. Um after I told after he scored 50 points in that game seven, you know like last Sunday, um, that next day I woke up at like three in the morning cause I was like thirsty. I had to get water. And then I just laid there in bed, just thinking about Steph Curry and being like, dang, like what, what does he feel in those moments? How does it feel being in that crowd, being in that arena, such a hostile environment, not even being in your home town and everyone rooting against you, but, and you score 50, you shut everyone up and you move on to the next round. Like, what must be going through his head? And I texted my girlfriend like literally at three in the morning. I was like, babe, I'm I'm up right now. I can't sleep. I'm thinking about Steph Curry. And we had a super funny moment the next day. And it was just like, man, this. But yeah, again, guys, I could talk about this all day. But the thing that I want, you know, people to take away from this is that have someone to look up that you look up to in life. Um, it could be your dad. It could be your mom. It could be your best friend. It could be someone who's gone through something really hard and they overcame it. Doesn't matter. Just anyone that you can think about and be like, what would this person do right now? And you'll probably be surprised how much it helps in those moments when you can refer to that type of person. So keep that in mind. Thank you guys so much. I really appreciate you guys. Anyone who listens to this podcast, you have my heart. And tomorrow is day number 100. Um, Yeah, man, I can't believe I'm already already been doing this for 100 days it's felt like i feel like it's flown by but we're really doing this shit so i'm super appreciative super grateful and words can express how um happy and at peace i feel when i'm just talking into this microphone like i always say guys there will be a podcast every single day the gentleman's agreement i give you a pod all you got to do is follow this podcast wherever you're listening share with a friend and Follow us on all socials and leave it a rating. Sorry, that's four things. See, in my intro, I always say follow us on all socials, and then I sometimes get confused with the gentleman's agreement. No, Neil, no. The gentleman's agreement, follow us on Spotify, wherever you're listening. Share this with a friend and leave it a rating. A rating helps a ton. So if you could give it like a four-star, five-star rating, whatever you feel like it deserves, maybe even a one-star, it's okay. I appreciate the honesty. If it sucks, I would love you even. Whoa, hiccup. I would love you even more. Take care. Tell someone that you love them today. Go do something nice uh, for someone. Wait, let me try that again. Like I always say, guys, take care. Tell someone that you love them and go do something nice for someone today because they deserve it. Thank you guys so much. And I will see you guys, guess what, on tomorrow, episode number 100. Peace out, guys.